And welcome back to another edition of On the Board Sports. I am your host, Will Trucci, a.k.a. Will C, coming to you from Gotham Podcast Studios in Manhattan, New York. And I'm joined by the one and only Mike Ortiz, controlling the ones and twos behind the glass here at Gotham. He is always awesome with a capital A. Yes, I know I'm sounding like Dickie V, but hey, we'll do... we'll. We'll say it now and probably apologize later for it when when something happens down the pike. But that's why they're here nor there. Uh, joining me is a very special guest. He runs the perfect sport for the next generation. It's called Pure Instinct. I'm talking with the one and only Dominique Sosi. Dominique, how are you, bud? I'm, I'm good, Will. Thanks for the intro, man. Anytime, brother. Anytime, man. Dominique. You, we were talking before, and it's funny how how you you met you DM'd me, because I never would have thought that here here you are from Quebec, you're from Quebec City, DMing me about yep. a sport that I never even heard of. I had to watch a video or two just to try and get some of the rules down and see how you guys play. It's a very interesting sport, man. I want you to talk to me and talk to the people about how you started up pure instinct and you know where do you see this going yeah perfect like actually like just the the short story like that like we were saying i was telling you just before is that i uh, i'm from quebec city the french part of canada and after uh my career as a pro basketball player i started like uh, coaching a lot in the high school teaching basketball too and i was really looking for a new way for improved decision making in athletes i thought that was something that you always say to like athletes in any sports like oh just take better decision but like how can you make de- better decision how can you learn it and stuff like that so how can you be the next Wayne Gratzky or uh, <laughs> Steph Curry and stuff like that or Steve Nash if, if you're a Canadian mm-hmm. how can you be that and I, I was like kind of struggling as I was as I was coaching to to do so and then at some point I was like reading uh, books about futsal about tennis and I kind of like uh, kind of a light bulb uh, emerged I was like oh let's Let's try to do this and this, and uh, and then I came up with the kids over there with the teenagers, and we I, I said to them, we got I got a crazy idea. It's gonna be a three on two. You, your your goal is gonna be to cross the line over there without getting touched and without dropping a ball, and we're gonna add some rules out of this. And the kids really loved it at school, so they were really pumped about it, and it really like reached the goal for me like, for decision making. So I was like, oh, I have something over here. So like, let's call like the 30 best athletes from Quebec that I knew because I, I was a basketball player. So I call like, like football players, volleyball players, soccer players, hockey players, like everyone like that I know that I knew. And uh, I told them come to this like secret location. We're gonna have a secret sport. And that was like um, seven years ago. And people were like, oh, okay. So they all showed up. I was kind of st- a little bit stressed because uh, the sport's kind of weird at first. And, but they all loved it. They, they were really, like, really, really into it. So I was like, okay, now we have something. And from that moment, uh, in all, like, mostly summer, because we have uh, big winters over here, but mostly summer, we we tried to innovate the sport, to have, like, new iteration of the sport. So, and now it's pretty much ready, like, for a big launch. And that's why we're coming, actually, in, uh, in November to, uh, to, um, to Brooklyn to showcase the sport to local people, business people, too. I have my business partner now uh, there in Philadelphia. So, and I'm uh, wishing to just uh, launch the sport right now, like in the States. And uh, happy to talk about like the rules with you because uh, I know it's kind of weird, like to uh, invent a new sport. Yeah, I, 
I mean, I was looking at it. I was looking at the video. I'm saying, this is interesting, man. You know, you kick in, you kick in a ball. It's almost like, like you said, soccer, hockey, basketball, and football, and even rugby, all mixed into yep. one. So, what what are some of the rules here that one needs to know about when playing uh, pure instinct? Yeah. So, so the, the the first like basic rule that that already uh, you have to know is it normally is a team of six. And you always bring like three people on offense against two people on defense. Okay, so it's it's kind of like a, in hockey when you have those line shift, when you have three people uh, like uh, offensive like line of three and defensive line of two. So it's kind of the same way that you play uh, uh, three against two, and as soon as one plays over, there's a next three coming up, and the next three from your team on offense in, is going up and trying to score. If you score, that's just one point. If you don't score, that's one out, like in baseball. So after three outs, you switch offense and defense really, really quickly, and then you go, you go on and on and on. So that's kind of the, the, the basic like setup of the game. And then when you have the ball, your goal is to cross the entire field. You're not allowed to just get like to the half field or like a, a 25 yards. You have to go to the 30 yards and to have a point uh, and um, – your goal is to run. You can run with the ball as you wish, so it's not like ultimate frisbee or stuff like that that you have to stop for pivot foot and stuff like that. We don't. We don't have pivot foot. You just run with the ball. Don't get touched and don't drop the ball. And you can pass the ball backward like in rugby. You can punch the ball. That's from Australian rule football. So you can actually punch the ball forward and you can kick the ball forward forward too. And also when you're uh, kind of <laughs> in trouble, you can actually volley the ball. So it's kind of a, a, a trick that you see. On the, the pro level, they, they always volley the ball because it's kind of a when you're in trouble, you can volley the ball to somebody else. So that's kind of the, the, the basic rule. But it's always about like not, not getting touched, trying to, <laughs> to get to the end zone, and you have a shot clock. So it's like in basketball, like I'm a, I'm a huge basketball fan. So you, you, you have to do it in 16 seconds or less, or, or, or not, it's an out. So it's a really, really fast-paced sport. And one of the reasons I created it uh, actually was because I, I'm a huge – Squash fan. I don't know if you're uh, are you familiar with squash, Will? Uh, not really, but I've heard of the sport. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It, it's pretty fun. Like, uh, it's pretty fun and fast. And when I was actually growing up uh, as a basketball player over here, one of the sports that I used was squash to get better. Uh, just, just the overall like quickness in basketball. So when I was playing college, just that's one of the sports I did in the summertime. And I was always wondering, how oh, can we have like another team sport or something that kind of mimic like the fast pace of squash and that's actually what i, I came up like uh, with, with pure instinct that's awesome that's awesome man you know just with the rules and everything like that like you said it, you gotta digest it and then just basically go out it's like hockey for most people that don't really know know about the sport and like you said you know hockey might be that type of sport that you gotta really get into and learn. I think this sport is going to be just like that, where you have to learn about it. And it's only been about a day since I've seen this, and I think that this might be a huge sensation uh, going in. Have you thought about having like a a professional, like a professional style league like that, or you just try to just endorse the game and try and bring the game here first? Uh, right, right now, like our goal, like uh, just like I told you, like on on uh, Instagram yesterday, it's really like to be like the next CrossFit uh, of team sports. So our goal right now is yes, we we want to do 
uh, kind of a pro championship. That's what we're aiming at, like the, to have like the, those uh, pro championship. But our goal is really like, to create local clubs of pure thing where the best players from from those clubs, like, like say uh, Brooklyn Club, the best athletes from the Brooklyn Club could come and participate in original original events and then national events. So our, our goal is not really like, to have just one team from New York against one team from Boston against one team from like Toronto, because that's really expensive when you do like that. And right. from talking to investors and people like that, like nobody wants to get into a new sports league uh, from the get go. Mm-hmm. So our goal is really to create what the, the CrossFit model did that they have like regional events, they have like national events and, really go after like you're going to play in your area the most most of your time you're going to play in your area and then from uh one day or two days per like six months you're going to have like a big event for qualify to a national a national place and then that's where you're going to have prize money so our goal is really like to it's a new kind of a new model too like the for for a team sport uh i think it's more uh, there's more chance for us like to to hit it big uh, going that way because the like I said like the creating a league and professional and traveling and stuff like that that's expensive right so that's not really like the that, that's not the, the route we, we want to go nah man you know I, I I get where you're coming from 100% you got to grow and then see what happens after that uh as far as uh, athletes go I also seen in your videos that you've had some professional athletes and you even mentioned it yourself just now having professional athletes play uh pure instinct what notable names in your have you reached out to and said you know what hey let's try this out actually like if you see on my ig like uh, i went to la last year met with steve nash and met with reggie bush over there uh, they didn't ca- they didn't came for a game but like i had some contact with them so because uh some of my friends were friends with them so those are the kind of athletes I wish uh, I could get like in the next uh, in the next years. Just former athletes that are, are like willing to just still play a new sport and just learn, and uh, they have a good name. Um, and we had like a couple of uh, former NFL athletes actually that that went the, that you saw in a video that went and see and tried the sport uh, either in New York or LA, and we actually brought like two athletes uh, like. Williams, a former USC athlete, came to uh, came to uh, to Quebec City uh, last year, and uh, just to try the sport. So we we brought in we brought him to for him like to try the sport and do testimonials about the sports and stuff like that. So that's that's where we at right now. And uh, I wish on my next uh, trip in uh, in November that uh, that's one of the things I, I, I wish to have like one or two athletes. Uh, female or male athletes to come and to try out the sport. That's awesome, man, that you want to encourage both females and males, especially uh, in this world right now in the four pro sports leagues here, that's just basically all uh, yeah. all, all male, just about, you know, nobody really talks about the NWHL. Nobody talks about the WNBA. So if this thing does go go on the ground and hits the ground running, you might be looking at something really big here, bro. I, I really do firmly believe that. I, I'm being honest with you, you know, if, if it does uh, come to fruition. Uh, but the, the CrossFit, like, aspect of it, you know, you go out there and and it's a mixture of all these sports into one. Uh, can you further elaborate to us, like, 
what the CrossFit uh, style means to you and how it could really build build the sport up here? Yeah, I think that the, the way I'm seeing CrossFit is mostly just for the business model that they use, uh, that you can actually, let's say I'm a CrossFit addict. Uh, I don't know how, how they call themselves. They, got a, they, got, they probably got a name off for, from people like doing doing this. But like, let's say I'm a CrossFit guy. I love CrossFit in Quebec. Uh, and I have to travel to uh, to New York. Or I have to stay in uh, in Brooklyn for a year and stuff like that. It's going to be really easy, actually, for me to like, just to tap on uh, internet and see where is going to be the next like the the next box I can go uh, to do my my next was. So that like, it's really easy, like for for me, like to join a new club. And then if I'm good, like I I can actually uh, part- participate in a regional in a uh, East regional and stuff like that, and national, and be invited to the CrossFit Games. So that's something that you don't see in other sports. Uh, normally, the, uh, you, you're not allowed like to to move to from place to place. And the local kind of the local clubs, uh, the local boxes of uh, of um, of CrossFit are really like a, some something that co- it's really like about community and stuff like that. And that's something also that you don't see normally in, in a kind of a traditional way of, of doing sport. Right. So I think like the, that, that's really like what my, my mindset is about like the CrossFit. Like obviously the sport itself is so different. It's, it's with a ball. It's not a training. It's really like a, it's not fitness. It's about like your skills as decision making, your skills with a ball and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's mostly for athletes. At first it's for athletes that, that are used to do like team sports. That they're the first athletes to join in. So it's really not like the same as CrossFit as a sport, but it's mostly like just the mo- the, the model that that CrossFit did is like, hey, like we actually gonna do championship of this, we're gonna do like regional of this, we're gonna have like uh, local clubs. Uh, that's exactly where yeah. where what we're where we're sitting actually. Absolutely, and you know, being up in Quebec, I know Quebec had the Nordiques, and I know, you know, you <laughs> got the uh, they moved to Colorado. I know. They they had some of the more legendary jerseys and had a couple of legendary players up there, and Sakic and Peter Stasny and you know all those guys. But uh, you know maybe one day that might be one of the bigger sports up there. You know, and to come up there, you could be like, oh, Quebec is home to was home to the Nordiques and is home now to Pure Instinct. I mean, can you imagine that? Uh, I wish. I wish that, that, that uh, we could do that. And actually, right now, that's uh, that's one of the the, the cool stuff about like uh, building the sports over here and all the rules over here, and that is not well known uh, everywhere. But we all actually have pretty pretty good athletes. So when we go, like we went to New York last year, and we had like a professional athletes come and try the sport. And after like uh, 30 minutes, everybody was like, okay. Now we want to we want to play against. What we call like the the, the Quebec Globetrotters, so we want to play against them. So all right, cool. <laughs> let's have you like now you know the rules. Let's have you and uh, the game was not even closed. I had I had to like stop the game at some point because there was a a bloodbath <laughs> because like the the athletes over here are really really good at, at at it. At first it was really like they were like regular athletes, like college athletes and stuff like that. But after a, a while they they've been like playing like two times a week, three times a week. So they they got really really good. And that kind of forced me to actually do more iteration of the sport, so it can the sport got better because of them. So I wish, like, uh, in the future, uh, that that Quebec's gonna be still gonna be like the kind of the one of the the center of the sport that we have like 
pretty good team coming coming up uh, over here, and that the community uh, is gonna embrace it from for sure. So, but but for sure for sure for me uh, in, a, in another way, uh, just like the Nordics went <laughs> down south, like I have to at, uh, on a business level, I have to go. My goal in the next years uh, is to get to the United States and to create like local local theme over there. That's for sure. Absolutely, man. Uh, Dominique, bro, I gotta ask you just one one question. Like when when you played basketball, and you know you have the ho- you have the hockey background and everything like that. Uh, what was it tough as a fan for you to like? lose out on the Nordiques? Because I know you're probably a little bit older than me and you remember the Nordiques very well. Was it tough for for you to, as a fan, basically say, oh, no, we're losing our professional sports team? Were you upset about it? Yeah, at first first you were upset, but now it's kind of like, it's kind of ingrained in myself. Like, like, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, where... I think what what was upsetting actually is that the team was like there was people in the stands uh, in Quebec, so people were behind the team and the team was good and we had good players. So and I think like just a couple of years after that, or a year after in Colorado, they actually won the game. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of bittersweet when uh, when they won the Stanley Cup. Just I think that that hurt a lot when when uh, when Colorado like won the won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So I think that's 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 something that that kind of sting with people over here. And the same way I guess like right, right now we have the the national in the World Series. Right. I guess people in Montreal are kind of are not happy about it. And when the team, the Expos, went uh, out of Montreal. They were pretty good too. Like the, I think there was like the strike year or something like that. That was in '94, uh, right? Were, and they moved to Washington in 2005, 11 years after the fact, uh, after yeah, what had happened. So, so I, I totally understand. You could say the same thing with the Seattle SuperSonics too, when they moved yeah, out. It's the same thing. It's almost the same thing, man. Uh, it's a, it's kind of a shame when, when it, like a professional team like leaves and. Like, uh, like there's some plays that they they they're not going well. Like, there's nobody in the stands and stuff like that for a professional professional team. Like, you kind of understand that they have to move. But when there's people in the stands, the team's winning and stuff like that. And then, like, some people just want to enrich enrich themselves, and that's that's okay. Like, uh, it was a business move over here. But it's kind of it kind of sucks for the people like in the city. It's like, okay, like now I'm like this guy like made made millions out out of the sale, but now we don't have a team. So <laughs> we don't have nothing to show for, and now we only have the like the uh, the juniors playing. Like uh, we have a new arena over here in Quebec, and it's only like for the juniors and stuff like that. So it's kind of it's kind of bizarre right now. Like we just hope like that maybe like sometime we we're gonna head have, have the Nord Nordics back, but I don't I just don't see it right now. Yeah, I mean, look, the Islanders almost moved up there after what had happened with the Lighthouse Project over here back nine years ago. They they were that close to moving, yeah. Because they denied they denied you know new the new building over here for Nassau, but they wound up getting Belmont, uh, just literally last month. So you'll probably be seeing, uh, Belmont Park Arena if you do come down here for an Islander game in two yeah. years. So that so that works out for the best. Uh, who was your favorite athlete growing up? Um, I would say Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan was really like a, I was really like a fan of uh, of, of his. Uh, I just found like a, I was I was really like growing up as a basketball player 
while he was like like doing his thing like uh, so i can remember like his shot against utah and stuff like that like that's really like uh that's something uh i, I just like read all his book and stuff like that like i love like uh kind of his mindset and stuff like that so i think for me for sure michael is just the just the the number one athlete and, and also like i had like a growing up i had like a, a I, I love like tennis too. Like I don't know why I just love tennis. So like Andrea Agassi and stuff like that was uh, someone I was really following too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to I have to go with uh, with MJ for sure. Okay. Not hey, listen. Everybody's favorite would would have to be MJ. You know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how about hockey? Who was your favorite hockey player growing up? Uh Sakic was there. Uh, I think. Uh, it's depending on when when I when I grew up like we uh, Peter Stashny was like actually uh, with the Nordiques so Peter Stashny I think was like number twenty six mm-hmm. so he, he was uh, I was really into it but like uh, when Saka came uh, I think it was just like uh, just a complete player actually so being like growing up that he's he he would be like the one that, that you look look up for and you also had like some uh, some people just like Mario Lemieux was a uh, like the from from Quebec, like not Quebec City, but it's just from the province the province of Quebec. So mm-hmm. you always have to root for guys like that and Wayne Gretzky. So I think like just Wayne Gretzky, just uh, I was kind of a younger a little bit more, but just the the way he was seeing like the height, the height and stuff like that. That's something incredible, and uh, just like the, his decision making out there, and he's just like the greatest one. So, but I I kind of feel like Sa- Joe Sakic was probably. The athletes that I was more into it into just because like uh, I was a Nordics fan back in the day. So and Joe Sakic was kind of kind of the D man. <laughs> That's awesome. I just want to get back to Pure Instinct for a second here. Uh, how how long ago did you start up Pure Instinct? It was uh, about like seven years ago. Like so, uh, seven years ago. That's kind of the first time I actually. A pinpoint that we had something and then it kind of took i don't know like three years before i really like uh, got into like the the business side of it and so okay now now it's going to be a business and then the last maybe two years i've been like really like going full-time on this and just trying to get an investor in get the co-founder and get like all my business plan to, together and stuff like that and be ready ready to 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 launch it and at scale in the states so. That's awesome, man. Dominique, how do the people follow Pure Instinct and how do the people follow you on social media? Uh best way would probably the the account that uh your the account that uh that I have with you uh with on IG, uh Pure Instinct. So it's pure without the E and because it's a it's a French world and it's all mixed up together. So uh pure instinct without the E. So mm-hmm. on IG that's my that's my that's my name over there. And also on Twitter I have the same one. So you can follow me on Twitter on that. Also, we also got a, a pretty good Facebook page, so you can also go over there. So I think that'd be that that'd be like the the better way to reach reach out to me too. Like that, uh, and you also can go like on pureinstant.com, see uh, some of our website new stuff coming up like pretty quickly, pretty quickly too. And at, on a personal level, if you want to reach out to me, probably LinkedIn is a is a really good place. Awesome, awesome. I got one more question for you. It's baseball related. You touched on the Nationals. Okay, you touched on the Nationals. They wound up winning game six yesterday uh, in kind of sort of somewhat blowout fashion. Who wins tonight? 
Who wins tonight? Nationals uh, or Astros? Game seven. Two of the best words in all sports. Game seven. Who do you got? I go with I go with the Nationals. Okay. All right. For, <laughs> formerly the Montreal Expos. An Expo fan. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, it can happen, man. It can really, really happen. Anything can happen in Game we'll Seven. See that. I I kind of want to see the Nationals win too. I think that would be great for not only you know for you rooting for Montreal when you were younger, but just for you know baseball and Washington not having a World yeah. Series winner since 1933. So I think that that would work out in the best. Dominique, man, thank you so much for coming on and uh, I will. Uh, All right. Elaborating with I, uh, I w- what's up? Yeah, thanks. And uh, I, I, I said I wish uh, you, you can come on uh, on the November 13. Everybody that's listening, uh, we're gonna post uh, some some stuff like uh, about like just inviting people, local people from Brooklyn or from New York to to come up and uh, and to learn about this new sport. You can actually uh, just bring your shoes, and it's gonna be like a 15 minutes that you're gonna try the sport, and then uh, you're gonna have the rules and stuff like that. And then uh, 45 minutes of just pure pure love for playing sports. Pretty easy to learn. So uh, just come come on by. We're gonna have a uh, cool people over there and uh, just try try a new sport. It's, uh, not, it's not every day every day that you can try a new sport. And where for the people out there, I know I, I signed up for it. I, I went up there. It's over in Greenpoint in Brooklyn. It's right by basically by the Williamsburg Bridge. You could take the G train. You could yep. take the L train. Uh, via the subway over there, so it, it's it's close. It's close to home. It's walking distance for for the people that live in the Brooklyn area. So I, I I'm going to be there. I'm from Long Island, but I'll definitely be there or try to be there anyway. If uh, if work doesn't come, call him back. So uh, Dominique, man, thank you so much for coming on and spending some of your time and sacrificing time out of your day to come on and talk with us on the On the Board Sports Podcast. I really appreciate this, man. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to see you soon, bud, all right? All right, Will. Thanks, man. No problem, bud. That was the one and only Dominique Sosi from the new one of the newer sports that you'll ever want to see, and it's, it's really awesome. It's called Pure Instinct. It's going to be awesome. I can't, I can't wait to play it one day, and... November 13th is the day in Brooklyn in which uh, Dominique will be there and supporting his brand and supporting his sport. So, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this is all about. On that note, for everybody here at Gotham Podcast Studios, for Mike Ortiz, our wonderful producer, controlling the ones and twos behind the glass, for Dominique Sosi of Pure Instinct, I am your host, William Trucci, logging out. We will talk to you guys soon. Peace out.